Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Good to see a bunch of you online. Alison, Chris, James, Brendan, Aaron, Kylie and Jeff. Morning to you guys, the early birds. Catch the worm. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Hey, Heath, David. Morning to you guys. Great to have you guys on this morning for a wonderful Wednesday, Wednesday the 13th. Hope you're all well wherever you are. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, most of you do. Uh, if you're new, give us a shout-out in the chat. Say hello. Uh, been uh, doing these morning uh, Wealth Coffee Chat lives uh, for a couple of years now. Been property investing over 20 years myself, actually, and uh, helping property investors uh, across Australia and New Zealand, uh, coaching property investors. As a matter of fact, um, with my team and my crew, over 7,000 property investors, uh, to name a number. Um, over the last 18 years, paid attention, learned a few things, and like to share them with you guys in the mornings. So um, if you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Great to have you. Uh, and as always, let me know uh, where you're coming from. If you are new, be uh, be great to be great to hear from you. So uh, this morning, I thought we'd talk about. Uh, well, I'd like to talk about uh, the supply chain issues. Unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you might uh, you might know that uh, we are in um, what I would call the middle of a disaster, a slow-moving train train wreck when it comes to our supply chain issues here in Australia. When it comes to the properties being delivered to the market, and we've got a real issue, folks. One that's going to cause some drama and some grief for a lot of people. And you want to be on the right side of this coming uh, coming up uh, in the next few years at the very minimum, but the next decade, I think we're going to see and feel the impact of these supply issues um, as we go along. Some very bad decisions made by, um, you know, average politicians, to be honest, for popular for, for getting popular votes uh, have led to some real issues. But um, hey, Bob, good morning to you, Adrian and Andrew. Good morning, good morning, crew. But yeah, if you've got any questions, chuck them in the chat. Always uh, happy to answer them if I get a bit of time today, or you know, it might uh, inspire me to do another wealth coffee chat on some of the questions you might have. But today we're going to talk about can we fix? Can we fix our supply chain issues, folks? Right now we are in all sorts when it comes to what's going on, uh, and uh, you know I've been talking about this one for a while. You guys have seen this. Uh, the rental crisis is just beginning. No shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> I've been saying this for over, over two years, um, and it's only exa- uh, accelerated and been exacerbated throughout COVID. Unfortunately, let's say for the Melbourneites, you know the lot, the longest lockdown in a, in the world. Uh, you know, COVID uh, didn't do anyone any favors when it came to you know that stuff. Uh, you know. Mortgage uncertainty, you know, rental issues, all those sorts of things, compress the rental market uh, for a little while. We've had, um, you know, uh, a, a decade of reducing interest rates, folks, uh, anywhere from, you know, 8 9% 10 years ago to now or maybe last year or 2021, let's say, where the interest rate, or oh, 2020, sorry, um, interest rate was at all-time lows, you know, 2%. Some people could were, were getting interest rates under 2% for their owner-occupier mortgages, folks. So, you know, the 
the interest rates going down over a decade, there wasn't any pressure on rents to go up, was there? Uh, wages had been um, flat for over a decade. Boom, we come to, uh, we come to uh, the 2017 uh, political grandstanding attack on, um, on property investors. Uh, the, the government decided they were going to get rid of foreign investors. I'll tell you why that was the stupidest thing they ever could have done um, uh, a little bit later on. And, um, and then they decided to launch some bloody stupid APRA witch hunt uh, on the finance industry, the mortgage broking industry, um, which should have been there to, you know, make the banks behave themselves. And in the end, they bloody paid a small fine and moved on with their lives. Don't get me started on that one. And then we had, uh, you know, probably the worst uh, finance and the worst investment onshore Australian property investors we'd seen in over a decade. Um, so, you know, the supply chain issue, folks, started uh, in 2017. And this um, uh, APRA. Uh, bad moves on uh, financing front from the government, getting rid of uh, overseas investors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then along come COVID and here's where we find ourselves. How long has that been, team? Tell me, do the math right now. Where are we? It started in 2017. Uh, we are now at uh, record disastrous lows in our supply chain five years later. Um. So it took five years to get us here. What do you guys reckon? And we'll talk about this in a second. Tell me, what's your guess? What's your guess right now? How many years do you think it would take the, the construction industry, the property industry, to get us from where we are now, record disastrous lows, to even back to parity, even back to just normal, or you know, catch up on the supply that we need? What do you guys reckon? Chuck that in the chat. Give me your best guess at how many years it's going to take. Yep, I reckon 10 to 15. I reckon, I reckon Brendan, if they get their finger out, they could do it in 7 to 10, 8 to 10 years. There you go. No labour resources. Exactly, folks. We don't have any bloody people in the country. <clears throat> We've got the Olympics. Um, the Olympics coming up in Brisbane. You know, that's soaking up every bloody brickie um, and piece of concrete, um, you know, known to, known to Queenslanders you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, folks, I'm with you. I think you're spot on. We are going to have some sort of issue or problem for the next decade, the next decade um, when it comes to supply. And this is the one that I'm excited about because, team, it's been fantastic to receive some capital growth. We love it. Absolutely love it. No one's going to complain about getting capital growth. But the real power in your portfolio is your cash flow. And this next decade is going to be the decade of rental cash flow booming. Folks, it's coming. Um, and uh, I think we're going to be um, you know, pleasantly rewarded for the right type of real estate in the right spot. Listen, rubbish real estate uh, in rubbish locations is always rubbish, doesn't it? You know, you can put lipstick on a you can put lipstick on a pig if you like, but it's just rubbish. You know, there you go. So good questions there, you know, 10 years. What about shared equity schemes using public land? Listen, 
there's there's plenty of things that could make it happen quicker, team folks. The challenge is, sadly, 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 uh, the political backbone uh, and fortitude in this country is lacking, no matter which way you vote, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and they're all turkeys. They're, they're just looking for the popularity contest, and they don't really want to fix anything. They don't really want to fix anything. Anyway, let's not get <laughs> sidetracked, but let's have a quick look at some stats. Well, I think this thing's going to be a problem, uh, and we need to sort of understand it and potentially be on the right side of this thing, team. You know, you don't want to be on the wrong side. Listen, the rental crisis is underway. It's already been underway for over 18 months. Uh, we've been seeing rent bumps and, and increases coming. You as a landlord, you know, the, the heads up for, the, for certainly the next two to three years is keep an eye on your leases, keep an eye on your agents, don't lock in too long um, a lease term and get your rents up because there is some rental, uh, is some increase in interest rates coming. You know, one and a half to 2% uh, is the expectation. And that means, folks, that you need to, um, on average, increase your rents by 25% from where they are today. Okay, so just keep that in mind to counteract that increase in your interest rate. Um, as an investor, 25% increase in your rents, okay, or thereabouts. It, it, and uh, the other day I did a video on that, um, a recording on that, and we've got a calculator you guys can use to muck around with that. Now, that seems like a lot, but it's actually not. It's not. So, um, you know, go and check that out. It might be 15% for some of you guys. It might be 20%, 30% for some of you guys, depending on where your rents are. But let's look at this. We've got a big rental crisis underway. I've got three cities here on the screen, folks. Um, mate, hopefully you can see them. It's a bit blurry, isn't it? I was going to say, tell me. Um, uh, I'm going to I'm going to number these one, two, and three. Okay, and uh, number one city. Oh yeah, that's okay. Have a look at this city here. Tell me, as as a little quiz, in pop it in the chat box. Which city do you think number one is? The supply chain right now. Have a look at that. This is for the the medium density. This is the apartment space. This is not the land space. I've got another one for land, but for the multi. Now, to supply the marketplace with enough properties, you have to be developing apartments and townhouses, okay? That's just the way it rolls, team. Have a look at this right now. Who, uh, who, what city do you think this is? What, number one? Jeff reckons it's Sydney. Put a number next to your comment. So one Sydney, you know, one uh, Melbourne, one Brisbane or whatever it is. So there's three cities. Um, Jeff reckons Sydney, okay? So Jeff's got on Sydney. Chris is on Brisbane. All right, we'll see how we go here. All right, all right, Melbourne, there we go. Oh, well, we got three, we've got three. Okay, we got this city here. Check out the supply chain of this city here, the supply machinations. Which one do you think number two is? Okay. Um, been some pretty good supply in that one, you know, and then now. And you have a look at these things here up here, these, um, these, you know, less less likely to occur. You know, there is some projects uh, possible. Now, the issue with possible is that, you know, it's possible it might fail as well, okay? All right, here we go. And we've got our last but not least. Um, which one do you think this one is? 
<laughs> All right, let's have a look at this, folks. Well, let's do it in reverse. Number three. Number three. What do you guys think number three is? Yeah. All right, well, let's put you out of your misery. This one, folks, um, is Sydney. Sydney, okay? Check out that. Check out the supply. Australia's biggest city, the machine, the big kahuna, absolutely poleaxed. And the one the one we've got to watch right now, team, is this. Look, this is the possible one. Why is it impos- Why is it possible? And why do I think that possible will be unlikely, less likely? Tell me what is happening right now in the world of um, building properties that's causing all sorts of grief everywhere and making projects untenable. Tell me what's going on right now, team, um, in the chat, because that one I think is going to be less possible. I think they're going to have these less likely. Like 5,700 pieces of real estate for for our biggest city in Australia, our biggest um, can't get builders. And even if you can get builders, uh, Bahan, the cost of building is ludicrous. And Nikki, uh, Nikhil, absolutely. There is liquidations and challenges for builders everywhere. Team, the disaster has not even showed up yet in our statistics. Price rises in construction. Yes, boom. Right? We are still in the middle of this train wreck that is coming, which is called the supply issues of Australian residential real estate. You can't get steel. You can't get timber. Boom. These projects, this is going to go down even further. It's going to get worse, team. Okay, so that's Sydney. This is Melbs, and this is Brizzy. Okay, Briz. Let's have a quick look at Melbs. Again, have a look at the number. Have a look at the percentage of, and again, it's down a long way. Have a look at the percentage of projects that are at risk, at risk of not not even going ahead, massive amounts um, uh, at risk, team, okay? And uh, check this one out. This one is in all sorts. Brisbane, absolutely train wreck. Um, it's going to get worse. You check that out, 2009. Who remembers what happened in 2009 or just prior to, to um, just prior to 2009? Anyone remember what happened? Um, to give us all sorts of grief, really, and this there was a there was a shockwave uh, for a few years in after two thousand and nine. You can sort of see, okay. Let's have a look at this. Melbourne responded a bit quicker, but what happened in two thousand and nine? The GFC, folks. So have a look. One, two, three, four, five, five years to respond. Right. To respond, one, two, three, four, five, just getting its mojo back on, right? Sydney, Melbourne, one, two, three, at the minimum, four and five. By year five, it was back at back at pace, okay? So, team, we are at record lows, and it's all, like these question mark ones in here. Have a look at this, though. You know, if that fails, if that little bit fails right there, Gee, crikey. And, and we know developers in Brisbane, builders in Brisbane who are saying, not a chance, this project's not getting off the ground, um, you know, as, as we're going forward. For the smart developers, for the smart builders, the ones who've got their supply chains hooked up and sorted, they're going to crush it. 
the right deals coming through are going to absolutely go ballistic, right? But for the ones that didn't know what they were doing, they're in all sorts. So, team, we've got a minimum of five years for for economic recovery. Um, check out this. Now, who brings new properties to market? Tell me, team. You've got two types of shopper out there. You've got an owner. Uh, you've got an owner occupier, or you've got an investor. By and large, who brings new properties to market? Right. And let's just do this. In the world of real estate, which one of those buyers brings that exactly? 85% of new properties are brought to market by investors team. Um, And the thing about this is that investors are a very important part of the new construction system. Now, in other countries around the world, like, yep, and and yeah, there you go. The first home buyers with government grants do bring, um, mostly they bring houses to market, Chris, for sure. Um, But that's like fake stimulus, right? Fake stimulus. Um, So investors, by and large, bring the majority of the median density housing to marketplace, okay, for renting, okay? Um, And uh, we're talking about our rental crisis and our supply crisis, team. Uh, I think owner-occupiers are going to get into uh, more uh, newer and off-the-plan properties into the future because that's the only choice they're going to have. But investors bring properties to market and and supply rental properties to, you know, uh, an ever-growing marketplace, which is pretty important. Now, the thing is, you know, the government in its, you know, wisdom or lack of wisdom, you know, decided they were going to get rid of foreign uh, investment. Now, irrelevant of how you feel about what, where and when, you know, to bring a property, to bring construction to market, folks, you need money, okay? And by and large, Australians have not got enough money to, to bring this supply to market. Listen to me right now. Doesn't matter how much excitement everyone has uh, in Australia right now, and we've got to fix this. All right. The Australian investor market won't be able to fix this supply issue. It won't. We, we need money and we need investment from other sources. And so the government, in its brain dead wisdom, then, then chased away the supply of money from other places to bring our to bring our construction industry, to bring the supply to to market. It just blew my mind. Now, I I absolutely believe it should be managed well. That's, you know, that's for another discussion, another conversation, team. But we need money to build buildings and we need access to finance. So, and then what has the government done? They've chased away investment money. And then they've like had a witch hunt with bloody APRA and all that sort of rubbish and made money hard to get. I mean, it's bloody stupid. Anyway, I'm I'm ranting now. (laughs) So, folks, uh, we have now uh, had a 38% fall um, even further to its lowest level in 15 years. Lowest level. Lowest level of foreign investment. into Australian property market 
in 15 years. So we've got, <clears throat> we've got the least money, the hardest access to real estate. We've got construction um, disasters everywhere. Um, we've got, you know, incentives for first-home buyers um, taking, you know, stuff out of the market so there's no rentals coming from that, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you guys are getting the point. I'm labouring or harping on about this, but here's the here's the nail in the coffin. Check this out, team. This is where we are. This is where we sit right now. And here's the forecast, and it's super, and I mean super aggressive from the government, all right? 180,000 in 2022-23, 200,000 in 23-24, uh, 235,000 um, in 2025, and then to continue to increase overseas investments um, um, coming in. Oh, not investments, um, people coming in. And team, we can't even supply enough properties to the people that are here. <laughs> Tell me this is going to be a disaster of epic proportions, team. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the issue, Alison. You know, the challenge is how do we get money into the country um, to construct the things we need to uh, and, um, you know, not disadvantage uh Australian buyers because um, that's the issue. I mean, that's a it's a that that was one of the points that's brought up. You know, someone the 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 arbitrage or the valuer of another dollar or the buying power of let's say you know a billion people in let's say India or China. And this is not you know um, stereotyping. This was just the facts. You know, a billion people there. There's more millionaires in. Uh, in India than there is the population of Australia, okay? So let that just let that land. There's more millionaires in India than there is the population of Australia. So someone, you know, it's they, they could buy a lot of properties in Australia if that wasn't managed well. I'm a, I'm a big fan of managing the end purchase thing, uh, but what, I'm, what, I, what I think the government needs to unlock is the ability for investment money to be used in Australia to construct infrastructure. And one of those things of infrastructure are the supply of property, okay? Um, it shouldn't be kept, you know, empty and all that sort of stuff and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then they took away depreciation and all that sort of stuff. It just, it, uh, yeah. All of those moves by the government when it came to real estate were very short-sighted, uh, you know, and... Like at the end of the day, they have a vision to grow the country and, and the backbone of, of people's security anywhere in the world is having a house to live in, for crying out loud. So, you know, anyway, it's a good subject. I'm, I'm pretty pumped and fired up about this. But what's the point, team? The point is for the next five years minimum, we are going to get pretty significant pressure on our rents. So don't miss out. Don't miss out, team. Don't miss out on that stuff um, as we move into this next bit. And I'm still very, very bullish on um, purchasing. Yeah, absolutely, Alison. The, the, key, the key to everyone understanding things is education for sure and certainly around money. You know, it is very, very 
oh, it's just it's just so frustrating that you know teaching people about money um, doesn't happen anywhere anywhere in society right in any of our institutions you know significantly in any way shape or form but um, yeah I'm with you but we have a supply issue team if we want to be on the right side of it it's about the rents over the next five years make sure your properties are well maintained if you're buying make sure you buy properties in fantastic areas with great designs um, etc you know don't miss out because I don't we're not going to see significant growth rates like we've seen in the last three years. You know, that's just, um, you know, beneficial of what's happened. I think we'll see moderate uh, rates of growth, but I'll see, I think we'll see significant growth in our rents. Don't miss out on that stuff. Anyway, there you go. Bit of a ranty day, bit of a ranty morning. But um, at the end of the day, team, uh, there is an opportunity for us as investors to be in position and in place for the future. And, um, you know, what are we going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Don't sit there um, worrying about interest rates going, oh, what happens if interest rates go up, you know? What happens if they go down? What happens, you know, they're going to go up. They'll go down. They'll go sideways. That is the game you're playing, team. What you should be asking is this, how can I be involved in the game, be positioned to take advantage of these things because that, is the proper question. That's the high-level question. For you, if you want to create wealth, you want to be able to look after yourself and your family uh, using your own economic nous, you have to play the game. You've got to be on the field team. You can't be sitting on the sidelines. Anyway, there you go. That's it. I think I've gone over today. (laughs) Time to buy. I think it's a great time to buy, Andrew. There's a couple of markets that I love um, for that. Come along to mentoring. We talk about them all the time. But, um, yeah, there you go. Well, good to hang out with you guys. Thanks for uh, being uh, being there this morning. Hopefully that was useful. You know, um, some of these topics are always a little bit uh, interesting to, to talk through. You know, there's always pros and cons, no matter which way you slice it. But right now we've got an issue. We can't build enough properties. <laughs> Fire up, Alison. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us, mate. Hey, um, great to hang out with you guys and uh, have an awesome rest of your day. Um, And then, yeah, join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat team around about the same time. You guys be good. Stay well. Bye for now.